Broadcasting from Cincinnati, Ohio. And Phoenix, Arizona. You are listening to Work Life 360. This podcast is all about helping one another navigate through the noise and the clutter that's holding us back from our potential to be a healthier, successful community. Whether it's stress, head trash, time management, tips on living a healthier lifestyle, or just navigating lifelong goals, this podcast is everything work-life related. I'm Rhonda. And I'm Bruce. We're here to provide you with tips and tricks to help you navigate through the day-to-day mental blocks. Let's get started. Back to episode number 38 of Work-Life 360. Today, we are going to be talking all about getting ready for 2022. What does that look like? How to be prepared? How to be prepared going into the holiday season? A little bit of recap of our Thanksgiving, what we're grateful for. But first, if you're a first-time listener, you found us, you did it. Welcome to Work Life 360. If you've been with us for a while, continue to join us every single week as Ron and I deliver great content every single Wednesday. Again, today is all about getting ready for 2022, setting up for success, a little bit of Thanksgiving post-nap time rituals. Uh, but Rhonda, how are you today? Feeling really relaxed and restored after a little time away. I was trying to think. It's been quite a while since I've taken some time off from work, Bruce. I don't know about you, but throughout the whole pandemic, I really didn't take a lot of time off. So it really was nice to step back and get away from technology a little bit Mm. and step away. I mean, even using my social media outlets, which is mostly LinkedIn, really did step away and took that time to be very thankful for this journey I've had with you, this journey here at Global Trans as we continue transition and things kind of are settling in and my life with my family, everybody's health and wellness, everybody seems to be on the road to health and well-being after some tricky moments uh, Mm -hmm. since the pandemic, which we've spoken about before. So I really did feel an extra sense of Thanksgiving this Thanksgiving. I honestly felt an abundance of thankfulness in every ounce of my being. Took a few moments here and there to to talk to that belief that I have in this other power, this this godly feeling that I have and thanked him for this experience because just become very cognizant of the fact that things are really not in our control even though that we think they are. No. Um, and just really appreciative that I'm still here, alive, breathing, and able to take in this experience wherever wherever it's going to go um, for as long as possible. Yeah, you know, and it, at the end of the day, we've got control over three things, really. You know, our attitude and how we approach situations, whether it be um, good, bad, or indifferent. we got control of our effort, how much care and and an activity we put towards an activity, whether that's prospecting, whether that's building relationships, whether that's nurturing, whether that's personal development, whatever, you know, we've got, we have control over how much effort we put towards it. And then we have control over where we spend our time. Um, we don't live in a time where uh, you are, well, at least I don't think most people do, where you are demanded to be somewhere at some time. And if you're not there, bad things are going to happen. Now, we all have jobs, right? But um, at the end of the day, it's your choice where you spend your time. Um, Mm -hmm. So 
those are the only things in life that we really have control over. The rest is all out of our control. And mm. it's tough at times to, you know, come to peace with that. Mm -hmm. um, I think everybody kind of struggles with uh, things outside their control. I know I do. Um, especially coming in, you know, coming from transportation, there's a lot of things that are out of your control that, you know, people point the finger at you and you did nothing wrong. You did, it wasn't you that showed up late. It wasn't you that did this, it, but it reflects, uh, reflects poorly or great on you. Um, but no, how was your, uh, you, before we, we got on, you mentioned you guys went for a hike. How was your hike? It was wonderful. We went a couple days out into the wilderness, Tonto forest and just explored some new territory and, it's probably been about three years now that we've been actively out and about in different parts of Arizona, exploring different mountain ranges. And it was funny while we were out there, we started to notice where we were. Like our spatial awareness was very in tune because been used to being out and about. And we noticed that actually everything seems to be a little more closer together than we had thought previously so for example there's this hike that we do it's called battleship mountain you can pretty much pick it up anywhere when you're out in tonto forest and then lost dutchman is another one so we went to the four peaks which are the highest mountains here in this particular area of phoenix so you could see 300 miles away mm. so while it sounds really far away when you're on top of that mountain it seems much closer if that makes sense um so it's like wow we've been all over this beautiful state and um i think that's why i was having that feeling that little bit deeper experience of thankfulness and there was one hike we did the middle of this mountain through this um, shaft and there are a couple points where it's pretty scary you can't misstep you have to mm. be completely totally present and confident of your scaling abilities and so there were two points where i had to stop had a lot of anxiety kind of trembling a lot of self-talk a lot of trying and then stepping back because of this whole scenario in my head where i read the reviews about how much more challenging it was to scale back down this mountain because again if you slip you're done there's no oh. that's the way this train is um, have, have people died yes um, oh my yeah. okay so and my husband was so patient with me and i was so frustrated with myself but the frustration wasn't helping the shakes i was really really questioning myself okay Rhonda, if you can't pull yourself up because you had to have a lot of upper body strength to pull yourself up to get to the landing where hopefully you don't slip i can honestly say it was a pretty scary feeling and then once i was done i had literally moisture in my eyes <laughs> you know what i mean it was one of those experiences yeah. i can't can't quite explain it but my heart was pounding i was trembling and i was so thankful bruce that i trusted myself to do it after encouragement of my husband he's like you are so strong you're super powerful blah 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 whatever he was saying and he was right but i was so afraid of not being able to hold myself um, and his encouragement helped me overcome that and then the second one um, there were actually some people coming down 
and I was a little embarrassed. We were at that tricky point, only one person could go at a time, and you had to really reach your leg way up and pull yourself up, and I just was looking at it, and I was looking at, oh, if I don't make it, this is where I'm headed. You know what I mean? That mental game. Yep. And the couple, they were so wonderful. The gentleman, he was above me, so he's like, look, something happens, I got your back. So that helped me, that second point. So I did it, and then I was so thankful. And it's that whole mental game, like the whole way up, I was worried about these two points. So it made the experience a little less enjoyable. And then once mm. I overcome those two points, coming down was a breeze. I had so much fun. But it's that whole mental game that we play with ourselves Instead of trying to be present in the moment, the whole hike, which took three hours on the way up, I was obsessing about these two points at the very top. And, and how often and where else does that show up in our lives? Yeah. You know, what you described there in a three-hour period was pushing past self-limiting beliefs that you couldn't do it, that this was going to be terrible, that, you know, the mind games that you mentioned. But where else in our lives is this showing up? Is it showing up in our in our prospecting calls? Is it showing up in our, you know, ability to to do our jobs to the fullest or to to think big, um, but where else is this showing up in our lives? And, and in, in a three-hour period, you conquered a, a great fear. You conquered a self-limiting belief that this was going to be something that you couldn't do. Mm. And you said something there that really struck me was then you had fun. Mm -hmm. You know, I ask I ask people all the time. Have you ever done something that you thought, oh, I've done, I've tried that before. I didn't like it or it didn't work for me. But then once you did it, you actually grew from it or you learned from it and you actually enjoyed it. And we've all had those experiences. But where are they showing up right now? Mm. Where are they showing up, showing up in our lives that are enabling us from pushing past those self-limiting beliefs? Right. That's true. I mean, just taking that first step can be helpful. Mm -hmm. That's well, how, so cool. Well, what about your Thanksgiving? I didn't. I didn't scale any mountains or uh, uh, push any push past any self limiting beliefs. But uh, we had a great time. We had um, about sixty people at our farm, and uh, most of which, and this is just another testament of like how fast a year can go by. Um, most of the people that were there have never seen our farm and uh, we've owned it now for two years, but COVID hit right when we were about ready to start having people out. And uh, it was just like, man, I, how, how have you never seen this? And it's because, you know, the pandemic, because of schedules, because of, you know, people being sick, whatnot. But uh, we had a great time. There was, we probably had 30 kids, um, playing and, and going on ATV rides and side-by-side -side rides and it was great um you know it was just a good time for everybody to get together and and spend some time and just kind of reflect we, we did spend some time reflecting over the year and you know kind of we don't go around in a circle and say you know okay what are you grateful for but people were sharing it without it having to be something formal hmm. uh which is cool um it's it's important to understand that you know everybody has something to be grateful for. It may not be a million dollar house, it may not be the greatest, biggest, baddest thing in the world, but we all have something to be grateful for. And, um, you know, I, 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 I joked, but I said, you know, I'm grateful that my basement doesn't leak. And, 
what that means is I'm grateful that I don't have anything major going on right now that is going to require a lot of time, energy, and effort to fix. Um, and, you know, people were sharing all sorts of things, and it was great. We had a wonderful time. It's Thanksgiving is one of those holidays that, uh, yes, it does have a historic heritage within our um, country. However, it's also a day of just remembering how good we do have it. Mm. Um, you know, we, we don't live in North Korea or a dictatorship where we're censored or we we can't voice our opinions that we're free to do as we choose um, as long as you follow the basic common laws within the country uh, and you're free to display your religious and political beliefs which is amazing it's it doesn't matter where you fall as long as you fall under respect you know be kind to one another um, is like the one underlying law that I just that's one thing. Like I, I'm good with wherever you fall politically, but have respect for every other opinion, and and you'll get the same from from me. Yeah, I think to echoing off what you mentioned there, allowing people space to express themselves and just being curious, just that natural curiosity for one another and our beliefs can really open up the doors for some communication on a whole host of topics that we're not all going to agree upon. And with the holidays and getting together with groups, particularly that we haven't seen for like a couple years, that can be really challenging. For me, I had mentioned to you before we came on air, I'm taking a couple weeks off here in December because I haven't seen my family and they're coming to Arizona and being very mindful of the fact that we all have different beliefs we have different ways of living um mm -hmm. and i anticipate some topics are going to come up that are going to be a little emotional just being curious about one another and and leading from a space of kindness can lead the mm -hmm. conversations in a way where we're not feeling judged or we're not blaming someone for maybe some beliefs that are different than our own. So for instance, my daughter, I was raised Catholic. I think I've mentioned that before. I think you are too, mm -hmm. Bruce. Yep. And um, my daughter was went to Catholic school and now she's going for her master's in anthropology and she's very into social justice. And with that, there's some beliefs mm. that religion-isms have created some of the biases and some of the challenges that certain groups have. So. Her religious beliefs have changed, and so when we talk about religion now or religious topics, like when she comes in my house, it'll be very evident. You know, I have certain things around um, <laughs> based upon my religious beliefs, and I know that she's not in that same space. And while not judging her in any way, I know that there's some some anger there, which. It's not for me to probe her about that. If she wants to talk about it, I'm willing to listen. But as she's going through her life experiences, her perceptions have changed. And while I'm mindful of that, I know that not everybody in my household is going to be as kind with the discussions. But that's where mindfulness comes into play, which we talk about. Just mm -hmm. knowing that, hey, not everybody's going to have the same belief systems. Not everybody's going to practice um, engaging in different activities in the same way but and that's you know, okay yeah so. that is okay um uh, like the pope said 
who am I to judge? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not one to judge, and I'm not one to say you're right or wrong. We're all doing this thing called life together, and uh, if if you believe one thing, that's cool. Like that's mm-hmm. that's great. And this is where I think that the media and social media outlets play to these um, default negative yeah. vibes that we just have as humans. So just encouraging people to let all that stuff go can really help because we're programmed to go that way. We're programmed to look for yeah. fear and the negative things. And, yes, and we are. be driven on this anxiety flywheel. And, and Ron, I tell people, I can't tell you how many times I've even said this today. Sales is a transformation of emotion. Right. In order to get us in logically, it has to make sense, but it also has to make it sense emotionally. So Mm -hmm. when you're talking news, you're talking media, emotions sell negative. So our our strongest emotion is pain. So if you can bring somebody to an emotional state of pain, you're going to move them to take action. So therefore, if the media, the social media, whatever can bring out that emotion of pain, the strongest emotion, you're going to get them to call to action. That call to action is going to result in sales. It's all about the dollar, right? So media companies, they're looking to what's the hot spin? How can we how can we incite while also being quote unquote journalists? Mm. Um, Very fear based. It, it is, and I, I I wish there was a channel or a news channel or a news program that was nothing but good news. Just share nothing but good news. Whatever it is, good news. That would be fun to watch. Um, but unfortunately, you turn it on and the anchors have this like tense voice and it's all dramatic and uh, misleading at times, no matter where you fall. I think we can all agree that it is misleading at times. Mm-hmm. And it's just the way they say things. And anyways, um, turn on the topic. Sure. <laughs> Into how do we set up, like, so, okay, here it is, December of 2021. What are we doing? Where are we? This is a good time of year to to check in with yourself, pull out your goal sheet. Where are you in in relation to your goals? You've accomplished them, right? Are you, you, did you crush your goals in 2021 and and really looking forward to 2022 and then making bigger, more courageous goals? Or are you really frustrated right now because you didn't hit your goals and you're just looking for some change, you're looking for some something different to mix things up so that next year is going to be even better? Or are you kind of sitting there thinking, gosh, I really don't know. I don't know. I'm just going to go to work. I'm just going to do my job. I'm just going to, you know, pound the phones and move some freight and, or, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to just do my life. I'm going to, wherever you fall, own it. Own your decision wherever you fall. If you've crushed your goals and you're excited, great. If you missed your goals and you're mad, own it. If you don't know, own it. But I challenge you to challenge yourself. We have one month to close out the year. Everybody in your office, everybody in your company, they have the exact same amount of time. What are you going to do with your time? Where are you going to spend it? Are you going to spend it with your family? Own it. Are you going to work and really push hard to that finish line? Own it. Make your decision. Look at your calendar. Truly look at your calendar. Count the number of work days that you have between now and the end of the year. 
that you're physically going to work. If you're going to spend more time with family, mark those those days out. What do you need to do between now and the end of the year to finish strong? Because if mm-hmm. you finish strong, all of that momentum that you've built pushes on to the next year. Nobody in the world can make you have fun. It's your choice. You have a choice to have fun. You have a choice to change, and you have a choice not to change. That's my soapbox. (laughs) (laughs) So just listening to you on your soapbox, it played very well into how I was trying to articulate this extra feeling of gratitude this Thanksgiving for me. Mm. And one of my two goals that I had set with you here a year ago, almost, um, was really working on my relationship with my husband. And by that, I mean, Mm. I was single for decades and just that person that most of my joy came from work. So I really had a hard time when we were married three years ago of breaking away because every single day of the week I was invested in my work, which I love doing so. And then understanding now with this other person, we have this relationship and it's important that we relate to each other in a way that creates a sense of value or appreciation for one another outside of the job, you know, or our to-do lists. And for me, it was really hard. I was very intentional. I was very purposeful. And if I had to show up at work after certain hours or do something outside of quote, working hours. It was having that conversation with my husband and explaining, which we've talked about before, what the job looks like when you're in a relationship with someone is really important. So that Mm -hmm. means there are going to be certain times where I have to put fires out or I have to address Mm -hmm. something. It's not that I don't value you or our relationship. So having that dialogue was really important. And then holding myself accountable, like checking myself, oh crap, and I'm in my work email. I said I wasn't going to be doing this. And then as the months progressed, I just noticed that it's become more of my lifestyle now. And my mind notices that too, Bruce. So I'm not as work driven as much as I was before. Not that I don't love my job as much as I did a year ago. I'm just more intentional. And then I've noticed too, when I'm at work, I'm very focused on what I have to do. I've focused on some projects that I have coming down the pipeline. So that time Mm -hmm. where, you know, I'm doing planning and preparation, spend it in a productive way. So now my relationship life and then my work life, they're very prioritized. I know how I'm spending my time. That's just from conversations that you and I had that just made me more mindful of that. Yeah. Sounds like time management's increased a ton. Intentionality has increased Mm -hmm. a ton. Mm -hmm. Again, a lot of these conversations that we've had and and we're going to continue to have um, just a little foreshadowing. Next year, we're going to have a lot of guests. We're going to have a lot of uh, professionals and, and industry experts on that are going to share not only transportation tips, but financial, real estate, life, life insurance, insurance in general. Like We're going to have some guests on that are going to maybe some new perspectives, some, some insights, some real added value uh, to the conversation, which is we're really excited about that. Any last minute thoughts here, Rhonda? Just think, talking about, as we open this up, this fear factor thing, (laughs) um, just understanding that that's just a natural part of being human. And the more we're aware of this emotion and the stories that we create in our heads, um, the more we're able to step back 
take a breath, become curious about why we have these fears, whether it's, mm. you know, doing something or of someone or of something. Just being curious and coming from a place of kindness um, and giving ourselves a break too and just understanding that it's, as you mentioned, our attitude is something that we can bring to the forefront, how we want to approach things. Do we want to have that positive attitude, that flexible mindset, or do we want to dig our heels down and, and become stuck in our fears? Or do we want to put in the effort to grow our mind and learn how best to become more efficient at my job? Or what life skills do I need to learn so that I can have those conflict resolution skills that I need when I'm having tough discussions with my kids or my husband and then managing the time accordingly so that we can be our most productive, happy, healthy self as possible. Yep, it's often not as bad as we make it seem and it's often not as good as we make it seem either. Um, Guys, this concludes our episode of Work Life 360. Thank you so much for joining us. Take care and be well. Have a good one, everybody. That wraps up this episode of Work Life 360. Thanks for joining us. Make sure to check out all of our other episodes for even more great content. Check out the show notes, any links, any articles that we've referenced in today's episode. We appreciate your time and ask you to send any feedback to worklife360podcast at gmail.com. We value your time and we're here for you. Contact me directly if you'd like to learn more about me coming to run a free sales training workshop for your team. Follow me on LinkedIn or check out my website at brucepumierswc.com. If you'd like to learn more about me or have a free health consult, check me out on LinkedIn or visit my website at planningthesiegesforhealthyliving.com. Thanks for joining us.